Today on The Good Word, we're thinking about contests where you are totally overmatched. Like turning up to a neighborhood one-on-one basketball tournament and finding out your neighbor is 6'8 and plays for an NBA team. You don't stand a chance. It's like cub reporter Jimmy challenging Clark Kent to an arm wrestle. He really has no idea who he's dealing with and has totally underestimated his opponent. This happens quite a bit in the ministry of Jesus as well. Every time the local religious authorities and lawyers have to deal with him, they think they've finally found the perfect question to flummox him or help him condemn himself with his own words. They have no idea who they're dealing with, and they have totally underestimated the one they're working against. Once in Galilee, Christ was asked if he paid the temple tribute, which was half a shekel. While they anticipate his answer, he says to one of the apostles to go down to the lake, throw in a hook, and the fish he catches will have a coin in its mouth. This all happens just as he said, and he tells the apostle in view of the questioners to take that coin and pay for me and thee. Yes, he pays the tax, but he shows them who is really in charge. Another group in Jerusalem must not have heard this story because they set up a similar test of Jesus. They think in their wisdom they have the perfect plan for him to condemn himself no matter how he answers. They ask him if it's lawful to give tribute unto Caesar or not. If he says yes, he's a traitor to his people. If he says no, they would have him delivered to the Romans for treason. Again, they have no idea who they're dealing with and have totally underestimated him. Here's the story from Matthew chapter 22. Then went the Pharisees and took counsel how they might entangle him in his talk. And they sent out unto him their disciples, saying, Master, we know that thou art true, and teachest the way of God in truth. Neither carest thou for any man, for thou regardest not the person of men. Tell us, therefore, what thinkest thou? Is it lawful to give tribute unto Caesar or not? But Jesus perceived their wickedness, and said, Why tempt ye me, ye hypocrites? Show me the tribute money. And they brought unto him a penny. And he saith unto them, Whose is this image and superscription? They say unto him, Caesar's. Then saith he unto them, Render therefore unto Caesar the things which are Caesar's, and unto God the things that are God's. When they had heard these words, they marveled, and left him, and went their way. They thought they'd ask him a yes or no question, one that would condemn him either way. Instead, he answers them in a way that satisfies the earthly law but points out that there is a higher power to which we owe allegiance. Render unto God the things that are God's. Matthew 22 concludes with these telling words, And no man was able to answer him a word, neither durst any man from that day forth ask him any more questions. It seems they were starting to realize that though he appeared to be a simple tradesman from the less civilized area of Galilee, there was more to him than met the eye. Indeed, the difference between the wise and learned of Christ's day and Jesus himself was a gulf even wider than me against an NBA player or Jimmy arm-wrestling Clark Kent. They don't know it yet, but they're dealing with God. And as easy as it might be for me to dismiss these so-called scholars, think them ludicrous in their efforts to entrap Jesus with his words when he knows everything, don't I do the same thing? Don't I underestimate the knowledge of God when he tells me the best way to find happiness, and then I choose some other way, just because I want to? 
Really, when we do that, like we all do, we totally underestimate the knowledge and power of God. Sometimes it takes some hard lessons to begin to learn to trust that God knows what He's talking about. But there is always hope for us, because we also could never overestimate how much patience God has for us as we learn. And when it comes to powerful, transforming love that can change our heart, we have no idea who we are dealing with, for God is love itself personified, willing to wait, willing to repeat a lesson, and willing even to suffer all in our behalf that we can be saved. Against such love, it's a good thing that we don't stand a chance. And that's the good word 